everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. I'm a registered holistic nutritionist who works with those with fibromyalgia. And today's guest is Susan. So Susan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me on, Amanda. It's been great to connect with you. And I'm so glad we found each other a few months ago. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, so I have a background in communications. I'm a career communication specialist. So helping others overcome communication divides or bridging, you know, bridging differences has always been something important to me. I did it for the advertising world. I've done it for the nonprofit world. I then moved to work internationally and I worked in the international development field. I lived in Pakistan and India and then came back and uh, decided to help people with person-to-person issues and conflict and became a mediator and worked in a very high stress position for the United States Department of Justice as a mediator where I mediated racial conflict and tension. And while that's nice and all, while we're here talking about chronic health conditions, what nobody really knew was that I was managing a potentially fatal blood disease 99% naturally, and that I was really a member of the immune deficient community. Um, While I know that varies, it, it differs from autoimmunity, there's so many aspects that we share. And I got to a point in life where I was no longer scared of not making it, was no longer scared of not living my life to the fullest potential because of the answers I've found. And I decided it's time to share it with others. So now I'm on that path to building an online community for people with chronic health conditions to help bring them resources that I think are long overdue. Right. Um, Yeah. So how did you decide to do that? That's a really good question. I think really it was decided for me because of how I connect to so many people who have chronic health conditions because of my own path of really searching for resources trying to sift through the overwhelming information online, yeah, knowing who's a fraud and who's legit and figuring out through years of trial and error, what works, what doesn't work and how to design your life so that it supports your health rather than something that drains it. Yeah. And I, think there's so much information out there. So that's a wonderful thing you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. And I, what I really want to do is connect people with resource practitioners like yourself, who are doing great work, who have a heart, who are educated, who have themselves gone through the steps and can take others there. Like, I think the work that you're doing is so important. 
And so I love that. And I, I pray I can connect with as many brilliant souls such as yourself that are helping others find the way and integrating it naturally. Because I think you'll agree for right. all of us with chronic health conditions, Western yeah. medicine can only take us so far. Right. So what was your experience with the Western medicine? You know, as I, I think there's a point that we're all coming to some of us sooner than later in right. our health journey where we're like, is this it for me? Yeah. We follow directions. We're a good patient and we're still not healthy. Yeah. That's the sad thing. Side effects. You know, for me, uh, I'm sure you've heard of the problem where people are becoming uh, insensitive to antibiotics and how there's these super bugs and all of that yeah. because we become resistant. Our bacteria becomes resistant. And I've gotten to the point where I was running through antibiotics. I've gotten the only best answer they had for me was a lifetime of prescriptions yeah. that are devastating to our body. Right. And I still could get nowhere close to my dreams, which evidently are kind of big. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't working for me. And it sounds like that was kind of your path too. Yeah. For me personally, they were like, well, you're sick. Just put you back on the antibiotics. Yes. Oh, that I conveyor belt where you're like, okay, the set it and forget it. Yeah. You know, where you're just on a hamster wheel going around taking your meds like a good little girl. Yeah. I was, I was sick constantly every, nobody was saying, oh, you should work on trauma, the mental, the stress. Yes. Right. I mean, I was from seven to 14, I was sick every other week. And yes. And up to my early 20s, I was still constantly sick every four or six weeks. And nobody says, oh, you have food sensitivities. You should get rid of those foods. I didn't find out till I was 21 by the wellness chiropractor. Yes. And you had the same experience with a wellness chiropractor. I did. I did. And that's that. I love that we share that. And for my story, you know, I forgive me because I do kind of pick up out of the gate running fast. But my childhood, I actually came out of my mother's gate quite sick from the get go. Um, yeah, I was born six weeks early. <laughs> yeah, like I was routinely hospitalized as a child, weeks of IV antibiotics. Yeah. Months out of school for sickness. I was constantly out of school for sickness, yeah. not in the hospital, but just sick every Right. And for me, it was hospitalization. Yeah. It was uh, bacterial infections that were so bad that only IVs could fix it. And it was a lifetime of in and out, constant right. battles. Um, my disease affects far more than my immune system. It affects my musculoskeletal system. I have glaucoma, I have scoliosis, I've had cysts growing in places, I've had you know, uh, chronic infections all over. And so I really had to like, it was all fronts. 
exhausting battles at all times. Right. And sickness is, is exhausting. Yeah. I, 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 I feel like people don't understand that if they don't, aren't sick all the time. Yeah. So like you, I went to a chiropractor once upon a time looking into my scoliosis, which is actually a characteristic of my disease. And he started talking about supplements. He started talking about things that I had not been exposed to. And suddenly it just really hit me that there's a whole world beyond what I've explored and know. Yeah. And I knew there was something there for me. So that also opened me up. And it's from there that I began this path of trial and error. Right. For me, I did find, you know, one amazing guru along the way that that kind of sped me down my path. But because there might be only 250 people on the planet with my extremely rare, potentially fatal blood disease, like many of you who have undiagnosed conditions or, you know, things that are not curable, that are chronic, we're kind of on our own. We got to figure things out. Yeah. And I think what you're doing is going to help people with that. Absolutely. In my heart, I know if we can speed up that distance between diagnosis to connecting people with chronic health conditions to practitioners like you who are doing great work, we can improve quality of lives. We might be able to save lives because I know if it weren't for these resources I've found that I wouldn't be here. And right. I can say that because my condition can be fatal. Yeah. When I made the decision to meet the first person with my blood disease, her first question to me was, do you have your original lungs? Mm -hmm. And I thought, hell yes. And no one is touching them. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I just worry about so many in your community and in my community and in the chronic health space, I worry that we're giving up on healing. Yeah, we are. That we're becoming comfortable with a lifetime of prescription meds, that we're telling ourselves that each symptom we get is okay. Mm -hmm. And the, the thing is they stack up. Yeah, honestly, I, if we keep saying, oh, I'm okay, because nobody else, everybody around us is, you get tired of saying, well, yes. I feel horrible Yes. to someone, and then your family doesn't want to hear it anymore, or your friends don't get it. Yes. They don't get why you have this health condition, why you can't do certain things that you used to do. Mm -hmm. You have to take time and you have to say no to things and take care of yourself. I think people, you get to a point where people are like, well, I'm just going to push through it. Right. And they're just going to, and I'm not going to focus on the health issues. I'm going to focus on everybody else and not take care of myself. Yes. Or 
And forgive me because I know people go into the medical profession to help and to heal, but they're not trained to heal. They're trained to treat. They're trained for symptom management because right. the truth is we're not advanced yet enough to cure most diseases. And so the mistake we make is that trusting that if our doctor doesn't know that there's no other answer out there. Right. And there's so many opportunities out there now. Yes. Alternatives and stuff. There are alternatives. There are complements to the care you're receiving. I would never tell anyone to throw their drugs out the window unless yeah. they're not working. And you, and you have to, I always tell people you got to go on to this website at drugs.com because you type it in, you could see right there, all the side effects to that medication you're taking. Yes. And there aren't for me, like, you know, um, my disease is a result of a genetic mutation. So until we get that CRISPR machine in my backyard, um, (laughs) I'm in it. And so, and like many of your listeners, you know, they're in it right now. And while many autoimmune issues can be reversed or the symptoms can be greatly reduced, other chronic conditions, you know, the, the prognosis is not pretty. And we have to be careful not to fall into that trap of believing there's nothing else out there for me. Right. You've got to get past the point where you're like, there's nothing else out there for me because then you're giving up on yourself and you're giving up. I mean, everybody else in your circle, whoever that is, you're saying, well, I'm not important enough to take care of myself. Oof. Yes. And you know what? Not just to everyone in your circle, your soul hears that. Yeah. Your soul, your soul. Your, your energy, your whatever your yes, your spirit. I, your spirituality. I mean, personally, I if I I always say there's, I always knew there was a reason why I was going through this, why I couldn't get off the couch, and this is ten years ago. Yeah, and I knew God wanted was going to do something with it. It just it takes time. You got to, whatever your mission in life is, it's, it's going to take time, but you have to, you want to be able to be there for whoever's going to be in your life. Right. Yes, exactly. You know, and here you are showing up for others. Yeah. Showing up for others. And I mean, I have a little niece now, right. So I could, she's, 18 months so yeah. I could play with her and do all of those things and I couldn't even get off the couch so you have you have to have a big reason for why you're gonna keep continue to look for answers I feel yes like. and beyond your niece my dear your whole community that you're broadcasting to you're showing up for them yeah and you're the example for them and how many other people that you're reaching for all of us you know, we were not sent here to suffer. There's something more for every one of us. 
And that means we have to be careful to not let our disease become our only identity. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's so true. If our disease becomes our identity, then we're going to miss out on everything else that's supposed to happen in our lives. Yes. Not to mention healing. (laughs) Healing. And I feel like you kids, once you get that diagnosis, you're, you could sit with it. You need to cry about it. Yeah. Whatever you need to do. Yeah. But there comes to a point where you have to be like, okay, I have this health condition. What am I going to do? Yes. Now what? Now what? Now what? Okay. (laughs) And what else you got? Like, come on, bring it. So good for you. Absolutely. I always say my diagnosis is not my destiny. No, it's not your destiny. Yeah. We are so You and I have made careers out of it and we're, we want to help other people with these diagnoses, but you don't have to do that. Yes. And I don't make a uh, career out of a diagnosis or a disease. I'd rather make a career out of healing. Yeah. It's a career of helping other people and serving other people. I'm connecting people to solutions and to resources that work. I mean, my uh, one look at my Instagram, red carrot, R-E-D-K-A-R-A-T. Yeah. Uh, that's all about bringing resources. I start with information though, because we don't know. And guys, don't blame your doctors. They were not educated on nutrition. No. They're no. not required. They, oh, they get one course maybe. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, God love them. They don't know. And so I have, I have some of the, I am blessed with some of the most profoundly amazing medical team in the country. They are at the National Institute of Health. They follow me and even they say, whatever you're doing, don't stop because we can't offer you that quality of life that you've been able to achieve. And so they had no idea this was a possible I didn't either. I just knew <laughs> I was too stubborn. This is what was. Yeah, we're stubborn. We're both yeah. sort of stubborn. That's how far we can go. Right? I mean, I feel that's what you sort of have to do if you're going to work on your health. You have to be stubborn. Yes. And sometimes, have- sometimes things, other things have to take a back seat for a little while. Yes. Because you have to focus on your health. You do. Yes, honey. That's so true. Our pace is not everyone else's pace. No, it's okay. Yeah. I always say we could do it as slow or as fast as you want. I mean, for, I I mean, those are wise words. (laughs) I think, honestly, I think you have to be at a, a state like mentally that you are going to do it right? Yes. And a lot of times people aren't at that stage and that's totally okay. But, but you can't keep complaining about it if you're not. Yeah. And the other thing that we haven't really said, but goes beyond, or at least that underwrites all of this is we're talking about taking ownership of our health. 
Yeah, you have to take ownership. Yes. And so all of this requires us to own our health trajectory, own our responsibility, our, if we're the ones that, you know, we're complacent in being sick, that's on us. Yeah. And I think you get, you have to get to that point where you're like, I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of the headaches. I'm tired of the fatigue. I'm tired of the pain, whatever you're. Yes. Right. Sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. You're just sick and tired of being sick and tired. I mean, that's where I was years ago. I mean, that's why when the, when my wellness chiropractor's like, well, you're going to have to get rid of all these foods and do an elimination diet. I was like, sure. Let's do it. Perfect. Right. Yep. Right. It's whatever it is to get to where you need to go and you have places to be. We all, all, we all have places to be. Yeah. Like shit, I got shit to do. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I think you, this, whatever you're, whatever you want to do in this world. Yeah. It's to, it's not for you. It's for to serve other people. Right. Yes. So how did you, um, so you did it naturally. Is that what you did? Well, like 99%. I mean, uh, my immune system is still compromised, but I boost it naturally. Honestly, I would say it's probably 75, 80% through nutrition. Wow. And the other 25% is supplements. So I do supplement heavily. um, But I tell you what, I can keep up with anyone. And I still, you know, I'm still immune compromised. I still have things like that, that will help my immune system. But there, as I mentioned, there's so many other things that are up with my body that my disease affects. So I've got to take care of my bone health, my bone density. I have exercises for scoliosis. I, I do take a prescription drops for glaucoma. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but everything else I'm really doing naturally. And it's really not about, I'm not militant about being anti-medicine, anti-whatever. I'm militant about living the life you were meant to live and doing what it takes to get there. That's beautiful. You know? I love that. It, yeah, because none of us would be here without Western medicine. Heck, we've all been stuff and like, it's great for chronic care. It's just not great for prevention. It's not great for longevity. And guys, it's not the answer for chronic disease. Yeah, and it doesn't, and you don't get the support you need. You don't, Uh, you know, and as in your situation, when you changed your diet and changed that, how, what would you say the percentage difference was in your health? Um. I would say probably 80%, 85%. I would, I was asked, yeah, I mean, I was asked, uh, yeah, I think, I think I couldn't get off the couch. So I was probably negative like zero, Yeah. right? I couldn't, I had, I was constantly had headaches. I was always had sinus infections. Yes. 
I was so exhausted. Right. I mean, I had to get rid of gluten. Yep. Which is the highest he had ever seen in his practice. Two genes, both parents, um, soy sensitivity, egg sensitivity, and dairy sensitivity. And they were all pretty high. Yes. Right. And those are in everything. So like you had like 80%, like that's getting a life back. Yeah. I was getting a life back. Right. And that's what people need to understand. Like we're, uh, pardon my French and, and forgive me, but we're not fucking around people. Like this is life changing shit. Yeah. And it's, and I, and I always tell people it's never like, I'm, I'm always still working on that. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like, I'm not, I still am struggling. I still struggle a little bit about immune health and some hormonal stuff, but I mean, how much percentage do you want to get better is up to you. Exactly. And you're, you haven't given up on them, have you? No, I haven't given up on them. And this has been over 10 years now. And I think people need to realize your body's going to change whatever age you're at. Yes, that's true. I mean, I mean, I am so much better at 31 than I was at 21, but I mean, but I think you, people got to realize your health issues can get better. It's just absolutely. And I mean, I know how to build myself up, you know, and get strong to do what I need to do. So I can honestly say that I am as strong now as I was 10, 15 years ago or right. stronger. We're so, stronger. Yeah, or stronger. And, we're, and we, we st- know the tools. And yeah. while everyone has been hibernating and isolating with COVID, yeah, you know, I'm washing my hands. I wear masks because we're supposed to. But honestly, I'm taking the supplements I need to boost my immunity and I'm right. out. I'm in the gym four days a week. I'm in cafes. I'm in restaurants. Uh, I'm not hitting the dance floor yet because I think there's, that's probably not safe, but (laughs) I'm out there and I refuse to live in fear because I've taken my health into my own hands and I have that responsibility and opportunity to see how much I can do. So yeah, and I think we need to realize we can do all these other things during this crazy time, like yeah. building up our immune system. Yes, we are not what we're eating and stuff. Yes, you know, so while, you know, some people are having what, like pancakes and stuff for breakfast, right. I am having a veggie smoothie. Yeah. I am drinking ground up turmeric root, ground up ginger root. I am drinking kale and, you know, lemon and cinnamon for blood sugar control. I'm doing that in my mornings. But after a while, guys, you realize you feel amazing. And then you start craving all of these things. You crave the foods. Yeah. Even though it sounded crazy before you began, now you're (laughs) like, oh, that's the shizzle. Like, I need that. Cause I feel great. Your body needs all of those. Yes. Right. If you're not feeding your body, right. Then all these other health issues are going to come up. 
Yes. And once you learn to listen to your body and listen to the signs it gives you, then you know, it won't be that this mystery thing where you just go to the doctor where, cause you're, you, you kind of give up and anything that they can do. But when you really learn your body, you're like, ah, this is wrong because this is the need. This is how I can fulfill it nutritionally. And we're good. Yeah. And I feel like we got to listen like you said, we got to listen to our bodies. And if we have something that we shouldn't have, like some sugar, then how do we feel the next day? Do we feel more tired? Are we, are we having a headache? That's right. We got to at least track it to see, okay, what's coming up. Yes. That is the smart thing to do is to track what we're doing to have that situational awareness of what we're doing and how it affects our body for sure. And then also to challenge it. Like, how do you counter that? And when you do splurge and have those things, which we could probably go on another hour about (laughs) between sugar and chronic. Right. We should do that. We should do other episodes. Because I could go on forever about that you know, I call it a sugar hangover because right. you wake up the next morning and your body's wrecked because of the sugar. Yeah. And a lot of, there's so much sugar in everything. We in everything. And to be honest, everything breaks down in our body to sugar eventually, but it's how fast that happens. And the amounts is what we have to control. So yeah, definitely. Um, uh, is there so what would you say to, um, like, if you hadn't got, did it change you? Like, would you have been the same person if you never had gotten this chronic illness? That is a really good question. I, you know, I saw growing up, my father took supplements. Yeah. And it's so funny because I thought that he was like into it and believed in it, but not long ago, I asked him, I was like, dad, how did you get into that? Why did you start that? I said, do you think they work? He goes, no. (laughs) I said, what? You don't even think they work. And here they influenced me and, and they made me more receptive to taking them. But he said, but in case they did, I thought it was a good idea. And I thought, wow, he thought if there was a chance they would do some good and he could take them and afford them, why not? Yeah. And I thought, okay, that was something. So I will say that um, I'm a redhead, so I was born feisty. So that part I think was a given, but I think the level of empathy I have. Yeah. And that heartfelt connection I think that I have had such a humbling, it's so humbling when you're so sick. You know, I've been so sick, honey, that I had, I couldn't walk across the room. I was in a coma. My family, my funeral, my uh, long-term boyfriend, he held my body up in the shower and bathed me, you know? So the, I have been blessed. I have had these lessons in humanity. Yeah. Watching others show up 
it's brought out the best in so many people. Right. And I've been forced to receive it in a way I would have never yeah. seen it before. So I do think it deepened my passion for people and my faith in them that they will show up. I believe in people. I believe in their potential because I've been the one in need. I've been the one without. And like, I am here because of the grace of others, the grace of God. Yes. But God working through people that have shown up for me. Right. So I definitely think it's changed me and deepened me. And I'm grateful for it because then I'd just be left with feisty. Oh, so is there anything else you would like to tell my audience? You know, don't be afraid to explore. Don't be afraid to go beyond what conventional wisdom tells you, because we are just learning about health and our bodies you know, Amanda, you and I were talking that we don't read the media, we read research. Yeah. And the discoveries that they're uncovering, especially related to natural health, are pretty amazing. And so it's important that we don't, don't think that the answers don't exist because we haven't found them yet. Yeah. They're out there. And I would love, you know, for your follows, if they're, if anything I've said resonates, please look me up on Instagram is probably my most active page uh, at red carrot, R-E-D-K-A-R-A-T. And you'll see links there as I'm building my community. So I love it. And if there's ever any way I can serve you, ma'am, I am here for you. Oh, thank you so much. And we will have all of those in the show notes. And thank you for coming on. This was a beautiful conversation. I'm happy to connect with you. I love connecting (laughs) with you, sweetie. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do an episode again. Okay, great, honey. Well, have a beautiful day, everyone. And thank you so much for having me.